Shit! Don't forget to leave a five-star review on iTunes for my friends at the Amish Inquisition. He's not the Messiah! He's a very naughty boy! One day, lad, all this will be yours. What, the curtains? No, not the curtains, lad. Hello, welcome and bienvenue. It's Amish Inquisition time yet again. What time is it? Amish Inquisition time. Mm -hmm. I'm a bit nasally. Oh. Ooh. We've no third wheel <laughs> tonight. Ben's not here. No, no ball and chain. <laughs> Cut loose. <laughs> but it does mean I'm in charge of the stream. In charge of everything. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. Ah! Yeah. Wouldn't work. But I've, I think it's working now. Um, Fuck. I'm pretty sure it's working now. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Well, that's wonderful, isn't it? I'm Amish Phil. <laughs> I'm Amish Matt. Amish Ben ain't here. No. Where is Amish Ben? He's gone to watch Strictly. Gone to dance, hasn't he? Uh, is he Is he going to be taking part? Who's his partner? I don't think they know that. Christina Rianov. <laughs> Maybe. Right. Well, it's a shame. It's a shame he's not here, since it's going to be our last ever podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> Pardon? Have you not heard? No. This is going to be our last podcast tonight. Is it? Yeah. Why? <sighs> Fucking hell. Come on. Faster. I know it sounds scary, but the doomsday clock shines a light on threats oh. to our existence. And Nightside's Angelina Salcedo found that climate change might be the biggest threat of all. Yeah, this is in no way is meant to get you down, but this clock is basically a warning from scientists that if we keep living the way we're pushing ourselves right now, we're pushing ourselves closer to what scientists say could be a global catastrophe. Today, the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists moves the hands of the doomsday clock. The Bulletin of Atomic Scientists has been tracking global threats since 1947. The time has fluctuated over the years as threats like nuclear war emerged. The United States must somehow begin to demonstrate global leadership. Right now, the clock is set at 100 seconds to midnight. That's the closest to catastrophe we've ever been. Scientists say it's because of the possibility of a nuclear war and climate change, which is pushing up sea levels right here in Tampa Bay. So, What's that got to do with atomic scientists? Climate change. Um, these, this, what's it, the Bureau of Atomic Scientists, mm. it started... Uh, shortly after the war, I think 1947, as a magazine. All right. So right. this, sorry, mm. I was just going to say, the only place I've heard of the um, doomsday clock is in the Watchmen. <laughs> right, but that's not real life. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> so this is real. Yeah, yeah, the doomsday clock is a real thing. Right, it's because it's always at like five to midnight or midnight or something in the Watchmen. hundred seconds. Whoa. They've put it down. They change it every January. Right, okay. okay, so this, it started off as a magazine, mm -hmm. 
And um, I think um, two of the founders of the magazine were involved with the Manhattan Project. Right. Uh, and the wife of one of these authors in the magazine was an artist and she was asked to design a cover for the magazine mm. so she designed this clock right it's in a, a like a metaphor <coughs> this is where the doomsday clock originated mm -hmm. so then since then since i think it's 1947 this you know great and the good <laughs> panel of scientists get together mm. look at what's happened in the world over the last 12 months and they set the clock and 12 midnight is the end of civilization yes so high points <laughs> have been, uh, in fact, it's the closest to midnight it's been now since 1953. 53, not even the Cuban Missile Crisis. No. Uh, oh. 53 was when the Soviets and the Americans both tested hydrogen bombs. Right, okay. Which is different from the Hiroshima bomb. Yes. Because it's two, you use one nuke to set off the other nuke, yes. don't you? Mm -hmm. So that's when they took it down to two minutes. Oh. And then it's it's gone, it's been up to, I think the... <laughs> the highest it's been is 17 minutes. Oh, when was that? 91. Ni nice time to be alive when the wall came. Just after the wall came end down. Of, end of, commun end of yeah. uh, the Soviet Union. It, yeah, I think um, George Bush Sr. I think signed a treaty, like a new, uh, you know, one of these mutual disarmament yeah. treaties. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so it's moved, I think it was two minutes last year, mm. and now they've moved it to 100 seconds, okay. which is the closest we've ever been. Ever. Yeah, so the stream will end in about 60 seconds. Right. That's why we're doomed. Mm. Do you want to hear some of their explanation why they've decided to move it down? <laughs> I have some key some key facts. I'd just like to listen to you stifle a burp a little bit longer. <gasps> <laughs> the uh, Banky Moon is on the panel. Yeah. Former UN Secretary General. Yeah. Um, there's other various, you know, top knobs on there. Yeah. Former friend to Gislaine. <laughs> Who, Banky Moon? Yeah, I think he was on the dinner party list, yeah. Ooh, yeah. really? Mm. Fuck. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I was going to say, don't um, slander a, a former, former human. I thought, said, I thought you said, don't slag off a former human. <laughs> <clears throat> so there's a little clip here of some of them explaining some of their rationale. Mm. But I feel towards the end, I think the truth actually comes out. It's trying to come out. Okay. I know. But today, the clock is the nearest to calamity as ever before. 100 seconds, citing more nuclear arming, climate change, and the war on information. The greenhouse gas pollution continues to rise, reaching record levels this past year. Active political antagonism by government towards science and disdain for expert opinion create fear and doubt regarding well-established science about climate change and other urgent challenges. I've spent this is a guy. <laughs> my life seeking the favor of these powerful people. I can tell you, most, most of them are totally ignorant, blind, and deaf to our predicament. So the task is wake up. Wake up, America. Wake up the world. It is 100 minutes before doomsday. <laughs> 100 seconds before doomsday. Oh. hundred seconds to do seconds. it. Well, there it just shows you. We don't even know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you think is that the truth trying to come out there? I think so. A hundred seconds to do seconds. it. Well, there it just shows you. We don't even know what the hell we're talking about. Mm. That's unfortunate, isn't it, for the Academy of Atomic Sciences, wherever it is. 
Yeah, I don't know who that guy was. He's pretty old. <laughs> we'll let him off. Mm. But yeah, no more. Well, they were on, they were on a good roll there, weren't they, until the end? Yeah, hundred seconds, hundred yeah. minutes. I mean, seconds. We've come a long way, baby. Mm. I think you know, go out on a high. Mm. I didn't really think the nuclear issue was um, really a, a big issue anymore. Yeah, nuclear annihilation. I know. I think is it not just more of a, a climate change thing? Sorry, climate crisis. Climate crisis. You've got to get the terminology wrong. Right. You know, if you go on Guardian's website, yeah, they change the terminology. Well, I think that all news outlets yeah. seem to say climate crisis now rather than climate change, don't they? Yeah, the Guardian I think was the first to uh, right change that. It's there's a there's a name for it. It's there lexicon that they use is it's, mm. it's like a an index of different terms they use and yeah yeah um, another reason they've brought is disrupted technology disruptive technology mm. being an issue mm. ai for yeah. example yeah could be one of the biggest threats to civilization if you believe skynet yeah art imitating life imitating art imitating life imitating like a judgment day and terminating mode like yeah basically yeah, it could be coming mm, i think it is yeah oh well never mind um, have you heard about lawrence fox this week lawrence fox update no so if you weren't listening last week we talked about his appearance on question time that brought a lot of heat we did <laughs> on the social media yeah have you not heard what he's done this week no Put out a tweet about a Sikh guy in the new um, Sam Mendes film. Right. Saying what? What's the film? The war film? Oh, um... 1917? Yeah. Uh, he, oh, I should have got the tweet. He, he put a tweet out mm-hmm. saying... Um, he was sort of implying that the, the Sikh character was put in mm-hmm. for di- diversity reasons. Right. I imagine there's a, there could be a high probability of Indian soldiers serving in the First World War. Undoubtedly. There was loads. You would think, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm going to say 100,000, you know, tens of thousands, if not 100,000. But were I they think, in Belgium? I think, yeah, he's coming in it from a historical accuracy kind of point of view. Yeah. And that they didn't, as far as I know, the, the Brit, British and the Sikhs didn't fight side by side. Right. You know, there was... Sikh regiments, right? They wouldn't have been in this, you know, mixed in the same uh, platoon or whatever. As far as I know, unless there's some sort of story mechanism that makes sense. But I'm, I'm guessing he saw the film before he commented it on it. I don't know, but you know, he's he's sort of on a mission against woke culture, isn't he? Wokeness. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just trying to find the original tweet, but mm. it's not. On this thing, but just here, someone's tweeted saying, "Oh, there you go." That's that woman who's asking the question. Yeah. Just on my phone. It says images of Sikh soldiers who fought in World War One. Up to seventy-five thousand died. The only thing I find incongruous about the inclusion of Sikh character in the film nineteen seventeen is there is only one. Right, that's a reply to his tweet then. Yeah. Not the original. But he has apologised, apparently. Well, that's what I was going to come on to. Mm. I should have got the apology tweet as well. He's written, um, I am as moved by the sacrifices 
your relatives made as I am by the loss of all those who die in war, whatever creed or colour. Please accept my apology for being clumsy in the way that I've expressed myself of this matter in recent days. Right. I wonder if he deleted the tweet. No, he won't have done that, I'm sure. That's something you don't hear every day, a public apology. Um, well, I think a lot of people do that now on Twitter, don't they? If they've if they've made a boo boo, right? Or if the press is accusing them of something. Mm. So, say for example, um, Raheem Sterling, 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 um, who tried to put someone in a headlock and scratch them on their face during an England camp, right? And he went to Twitter <laughs> to apologise, basically. What? Yeah. Uh, oh, I thought you meant like another player. You did it to a member of the public. Oh, no, a player. A oh. player. Basically, they had an altercation with him um, before meeting up. Right. Yeah, I can't see anything. What's the date today? <sighs> 26. Yeah. Um, I know. I don't think it was today that he tweeted few days ago yeah so i wonder if he's going to change um basically from an actor on lewis to uh being like a an alt-right <laughs> whatever he is commentator he's a free speech guy isn't he yeah but we, we and we mm. talked about this we don't have free speech do we well, the rub with free speech is, well, he's not broken the law, mm. so he's allowed to say what he said. Yeah. But the rub is, is that if you make a mistake or you step over the line, yeah, you're going to get punished for it socially, and then he's coming back and apologised, so, mm. you know, it's, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like on a bit of a crusade against the, the woke culture isn't it the wokeness i uh do you want to hear what woke means what is woke culture oh have you heard of ash sarkar i mean well if i would like if you'd like me to say what i think yeah. woke means now i think this is something to do with that maybe originated in america and is to do with black people and you are awokened to your culture basically right so rather than um is it ascribe to something you uh like so say for example they're a black person but they their family might be have like african heritage or whatever um ados american descendants of slavery i don't know maybe um and they become woke by Sort of re-engaging with that kind of cultural heritage, awokened. Right. That's where I think it is. What it means. I think it's Origin a lot. Oh, that's maybe where it originated yeah. from. But now it's a lot it, broader now. Yeah. Well, now if I was going to say, is he not sort of made into this thing of, um, sort of being accepting of like gen different genders or how people kind of want to present themselves and things Identify. like that. Identify. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Or whatever. As well, yeah. But that's where I think it comes from. Mm. Probably out of the West Coast University towns. Well, yeah, Ivy League. I yeah. Would imagine, yeah. Ash Sarkar is a. She writes for the Guardian. Right. 
she's um, heavily involved with Momentum, I think. Obviously. And I think her and uh, what's the guy who writes for the um, Guardian? Something. Owen Jones. Oh, yeah, got beaten up. Yeah. Um, Ash Sarkar and Owen Jones are, are like two of the mouthpieces, I would say, for the woke movement. Right, okay. In the UK. <laughs> in the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, AOC probably in the States would be the main mouthpiece. Would you say? Alexandra Ocasio. Would you? I would say so, yeah. For wokeness? Yeah. Right, okay. One of the figureheads. Right. Um, I got a clip of her. She was on a podcast and um, she was describing what woke actually means. Right. So, from the horse's mouth. Okay. Woke is accepting that LGBT identities are valid and should be protected under the law. That woke culture is an acknowledgement that there are racialized outcomes reproduced through institutions in society and people of colour measurably are treated differently. What I want at an interpersonal level is understanding empathy and solidarity. And at a political level, I want the pursuit of redistributive goals, whether that's power, whether that's wealth, whether that's land, um, in order to pursue aims of social justice along class, gender and race lines. She lost me. Redistribution of power wealth or land she's a marxist across what was it class race and gender divides equality of outcomes what do you think it sounds like <laughs> yeah communism right let's check because i'm literally a communist <laughs> yeah is that what she said because i'm literally a communist why did she did she get angry or something what's that from from a TV appearance. Oh, right, okay. All these breakfast, Sunday morning couch things. Oh, the problem is, is with communism, isn't it, that <laughs> someone has to run it. 100 million dead bodies. <laughs> well, yeah, someone has to run it. And st- and part of that, you stay in power. And the only way for someone to equally stay in power is to be a dictator. It defies human nature, doesn't it? That's the other thing as well, isn't it? It just, it just goes completely against... People being better than other people for different things. So, for example, <coughs> there's no way that I would play football as well as um, I've said him as his name once already. Raheem Sterling. Stealing. Stealing. Sorry. <laughs> um, in my entire life, so you know, he's always going to be better than me at that. Right. So, do you think he should be? This is the other thing that comes in as well. It's the whole capitalism thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's the antithesis. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, yeah, I don't. So, in a in a communist, when we talked about communism on this, so we would go to like the work bureau, <laughs> and then you fucking get put on the buses. Like we what happens about. in literally happens in North Korea. <laughs> exactly. So you work on the bus two weeks. Yeah. Like this is you. You work. You work for this two weeks. Then the next two weeks you're in school teaching. Next two weeks you're in fields picking rice or whatever, or barley. <laughs> Vasectomy clinic. It's called some scrubbing. <laughs> Pre-op assistant. Yeah, my brother sent me that job. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's the point. Yeah, it's completely inefficient. It's inefficient, isn't it? But it doesn't take into account. <coughs> unfortunately, we live in a hierarchy, or fortunately, or unfortunately, however you want to look at it, in terms of intelligence, strength, speed, all of those things. Hearing, hearing, sight. <laughs> Um, I can see well better than my mum. 
But, you know, that's the thing. That's just the human nature, isn't it? It goes so much against human nature. Now, capitalism, on the other hand, doesn't really, I suppose, account for other parts of human nature. But it's probably the best fit, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Uh, capitalism is shit, but it's the best system <laughs> we've ever devised. Exactly. Unfortunately. Mm. As he says... With his red wine and his pinky raised. Champagne capitalists. <laughs> a fucking six pound bottle of jammy red. <laughs> yeah, we're on offer. Yeah. <clears throat> the thing is, the way she defines wokeness, read a distribution of wealth, power or land across racial, class or gender divides, mm-hmm. fundamentally con- contradicts liberal democracies. Yeah, that's the other thing. This is the thing where you get confused, isn't it, between... What an, a, a libertarian is, and what a, a communist is—the complete opposites. Exactly. So you know, a libertarian, you're just kind of left to do it, aren't you, on your own accord? Whereas a, a communist, it's kind of forced upon you. Well, she's, she's, she's suggesting <laughs> shit. Justin. the state coming in and mm. redistributing our property as individuals. This is the other thing as well. If you get rid of wealth and things to achieve and all the rest of it, and you're 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 given your um, you, you work smock <laughs> and you go and do so what would you do with work for example so would everyone just get paid a flat wage and then you go to a shop and then every um toothpaste is this there's a singular toothpaste and it costs one pound and that's what you get or do you nobody get paid at all do you get rid of cash then why would you need money exactly that's what i mean so what but then why would i um i don't want to work in a field <laughs> But right. I don't want to work in a factory. Right. So how do you get people to do all these different jobs? How? Violence. <laughs> exactly. You don't have a choice. Exactly. No, once they've come, I mean, it's probably obvious when they come and take your house off you. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, yeah. start with the property first. Yeah. You know, it, I mean, it's it's pretty fascistic. Mm. I'm, I don't want the state having that much control. I don't want to know. I don't want to hear from the state ever. See, this is the thing. When you first hear about <laughs> communism, you think, mm, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Everyone will be equal. Da, da, da. And then when you start to think about it, you think, hang on a minute. It just doesn't work, does it? That. Well, do you want to be free? <laughs> to do what I want. <laughs> Any old time. Yeah. Yeah. You're not free under a communist system. But, you know, you, t- you can argue that you're not free now. We're all wage sure. slaves, aren't we? You don't have to be. Well, I, I mean, I there's people who, in this country who go, who go off the grid. Yeah. And they go and live in the fucking forest. What was the name of that guy? The fucking Unibomber. Not Unibomber. Yeah, Unibomber. exactly, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. Forgot his name. Shit, don't matter. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you're free to do that. You're you also got, think, free, you're free think, to leave. Yeah. He, I think he almost died a couple of winters, though, in that fucking cabin in the that he built. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. You need no. the state for certain things. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's taking it to an extreme, isn't it? But it, you are free to do that. Yes. And you're free to leave. Yeah. So that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but you're saying, yeah, you're a wage slave. Mm. You are because we have a financial system and you need... IOUs. But again, it comes down to freedom of choice. You don't have to do that. No. You know, the first step might be renting. I'm going to rent... So I'm not in debt because mm. we're all in debt, mm. and that's how they get you, isn't it? With the mortgage, yeah. 
then you fucked it for 30 years or 25 years. Mm. But yeah, you might start, well, I'm going to rent. I'm not never going to buy a house, I'm going to rent. And then at least you have the freedom if you want to go and live in the wood somewhere, <laughs> don't you? Live off the off the uh, land. I have a small wood at the bottom of my garden. Oh, you? <laughs> Just a tiny one. Well, they're going to take that. Oh, no. <laughs> and they're going to give That's you a little cube all, all <laughs> of grass. Oh, they have a cube of grass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, a square. Oh, right, okay. <coughs> There's a small gas, there's a gas canister down there that's been in there since we've moved in. Right. Um, so that comes free with the property. Handy. Mm. Have you ever thought about prepping? Do you know, sometimes I do think about prepping. Seeing as we've just had the doomsday clock mm. lowered to... I do think about prepping, yes. What What? What is your, your main items that you're going to prep with? Just a handgun. <laughs> So if something happens, I just killed a family and then myself afterwards. No, not really. Sometimes I think about um, stockpiling cans of food. Yep. Because it, it it would last miles beyond the sell-by date. Dried out cereals as well. You can do a lot with mixed beans and chickpeas. Exactly. <laughs> rice. Think about stockpiling rice. I don't think that goes off, does it, if it's dry, kept dry. Right. Same for most kinds of um, things like that. Mm. Um. So yeah, I have thought about it. Never done anything about it. I think if I, if I won Euro Millions, I might maybe invest in a uh, survival tank. You know, one of those things. Water? Uh, no, one of those things <laughs> that you can buy in America. Oh, right. Like a safe room? Uh, no, like you can buy like a bunker. Oh, right. Not like a an old missile silo. Oh, that that's what I was thinking of. Too many people have that. that. You can buy specific, yeah, you can do that. You can buy specifically designed survival bunkers. That people, it's like a buried tube. Yeah. But when I think about that, I mean, it must have some kind of air filtration on it or something. Do you think it has like carbon dioxide scrubbers or something that just recycles the air? Like if it's a nuclear water, mm. you're fucked, aren't you? <laughs> Unless you've got water and a, re- a recycling. And well, it- I was going to say, I was going to be my first suggestion was what about water? Mm. You haven't thought about keeping a bottle of water. Well, no, because that goes off, doesn't it? But. Blech. Of course he does. Oh, water? I would have thought so. Right. Okay. He'd probably die of the uh, plastic poisoning anyway. Leaching? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. But I have thought about it, yeah. And quite a lot. Well, that's what I was going to say, actually. There has been a... There's been fires in Australia. Yep. There's the pandemic. Is it technically a pandemic yet? Or no. an endemic? No, it's just a bug. <laughs> <laughs> coronavirus. Yeah, so we've got the coronavirus <laughs> and a plague of locusts in Kenya. Have you not seen what? that? The, um, it's the writing on the wall. Exactly, yeah. So there is. That's the three horsemen of the apocalypse right there. War, famine, pestilence. And exactly. Illness. No, no. War. Famine. Pestilence. Always got a war on, haven't we? What's the fourth horseman of the apocalypse? Is it not? Famine? Three? Three? Four horsemen of the apocalypse. Is it? Yeah. Do you remember from Red Dwarf? (laughs) That episode there, where the uh, Crichton gets invaded by a virus. We have to go into the VR machine. No. 
to defeat the Four Horsemen. I do remember it a little bit, but I can't remember who the other one is. So why is there a plague of locusts in Kenya? Don't know. I, um, I think it's <laughs> climate change, probably. <laughs> right. That's what it gets blamed on, doesn't it? Don't All know. of it does, really, doesn't it? Um, but I think it's going to be a serious problem for them. Really? Especially for... Is that because they kill the crops? Yeah, they eat everything. And then they obviously they lay... That's 70, I think there's it's the highest amount of locusts in 70, 60 or 70 years. Um, but then obviously they lay the larvae and then there's a new generation within like a matter of months of <laughs> equal size. Oh I don't know how long it takes to die off. Maybe when all the crops have gone. Right. Yeah. I don't know. So these um, signs of the apocalypse have made you want to prep recently, have they? I was just thinking about it the other day. I thought, oh, yeah, there's a lot of shit going on in the moment. I wonder how long, realistically, you could prep yourself for. Me? Yeah. Um, probably like a couple of days. <laughs> Imagine, well, Get a couple of extra packs of minsters in. Well, the first thing is, is, as soon as the water turns off, you fucked it, aren't you? So you just put, I suppose I've got, like, I have got a big tank on my garage that collects water, so I could use that. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have to find a way to boil it. So I could boil it on my stove in my front room. I could always get wood, couldn't you? You wouldn't have gas. Yeah, I've got a log burner. Oh, right. So that gets pretty hot, doesn't it? Yeah. Or you'd have to buy a stove, a wood-burning stove. Have gas in your prepping kit. Yeah, but that's finite, isn't it? Is it? What, it goes... Oh, it's finite, yeah. It doesn't go off. No, I know, but you could... That's what I mean. How long are you going to last for? That's like a day. Probably until the water <laughs> runs out. Oh my god! Got an infant son. Yeah, that. Yeah. That and you know, the wife's uh, dried up now. We'd have to get her milk back in, wouldn't we? Keep him going. Right. Although we're, I think what, what yeah, <laughs> I think all the you'd have to go to a farm, steal the farmer's guns. <laughs> yeah, and then um, go to a shop, murder everyone. Take all the baby food. I mean, like nappies. How long do you think? You see, it it would take... We've got emergency systems in place. Yeah, the mobile thing gets turned off, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So we can't communicate. I wonder if, say, the power and water went off tomorrow, Mm. how long would it have to stay off? Nationwide, everyone. Mm. How long would it have to stay off for before you had people killing each other in shops? A week. (gasps) A week. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think that our government isn't prepared to last more than a week if the power in there? I think seven, how many people live here now? 60 or 70 million, is yeah. it? So, you know, how many people in the army now? 100,000? Yep. If that. They haven't got a chance, have they? But we haven't got any weapons, really. 100,000 versus 70 million. Got tanks. Don't matter. How are you going to get in tank? <laughs> I'll just beat it to death. <laughs> I bloody stump. But the thing is, is a hundred thousand soldiers, tanks, whatever, they just wouldn't because they would have backup, I assume, for the army, and they probably would rely on the police. But then the police surely wouldn't. If you're a policeman, and they turn the power and the water off, mm. and then you um, were running out of food and water for your family, would you go into work? No. Exactly. No, probably not. No. Uh, I I think I'd give ourselves a bit longer, I think, before it would turn to anarchy. 
A week. Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You have to find all the irradiated food, fruit, even apples, waxed and irradiated. The biggest problem would be you'd have no information. You'd have yeah. no idea what was going on. Mm. And that's what would be the scariest thing, I think. Yeah. Just that blackout. Because we're just on our devices all day. Mm. Just having that blackout, I think, would freak people out pretty sharpish. Yeah. A lot of mental the health fuck problems. fuck is going on? Yeah. Yeah, they must... I bet there's some emergency radio broadcast that goes out on some weird... There's a text, isn't there? Because right. occasionally it's been sent by accident, hasn't it? Right. That they send to everyone if something bad's going to happen. Mm. And then it gets all gets shut off, apparently. Emergency use. Bloody hell. Mm. The thing I've, I've thought about, though, actually, the other thing is, um, to be, is it what's it called? Is it called 12 days later? 30 days later? 28. 28 days later? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, and they end up in like the Lake District or somewhere like that, don't they, in a mm. cottage? Mm. So that's what you want to be aiming for. Rural. Self-sufficient, fresh water, uh, tins, uh, maybe the odd sheep that you can murder. Mm. There's always murdering. Um, and docile. And, you know, you'd be all right then, wouldn't you? Yeah, as long as you got left alone. Yeah, so maybe... There's a million zombies after you. Well, <laughs> if you, but I think if you manage to get somewhere pretty rural... Mm. You might be okay. Yeah, for a bit. Mm. Until someone comes to med you. Yeah. That's a cheery subject. Mm. I've got a funny clip from Question Time this week. All right, okay. If you want to hear it. Yeah, let's turn that on its head. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Where are we? The first clip is the question, I think. Uh, Do Londoners live in a political bubble? Yes. And should Labour stop listening to them if they want to win a national election? So do Londoners live in a bubble and the Labour have to stop listening to him? And they went round the panel and all the rest of them. And then uh, she threw it to the, some chap in the audience and um, he gave a brilliant response. Let me just hear from the, the guy in the check shirt there, yes. Um, no, I'm just going to bring up David Dimbleby because he's done a podcast on the Sun King recently about Rupert Murdoch. And I was just wondering how Labour's going to win any election when his newspapers like The Sun and The Times are having such a effect on northerners for example manipulating them let's use the word brainwashing because that's really what it comes down to with their mm. headlines and so on there's, there's no chance all right mm. without their well, support. Well, all of them well the vast majority <laughs> right. of papers uh, and rupert murdoch i bring up particularly okay well should we go to we've got someone who works for murdoch paper so so i think you're perfectly placed to answer that question i've never heard so much rubbish i mean what a good excuse because that's a, uh, a Londoner in his political bubble that, that, asked that question then, answered yeah. that question. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. We're all brainwashed up here. <laughs> mm. so, we're yeah. all exposed to the same so- sorts of things, but we're affected by it differently, aren't we? That's Different the issue. Perspective, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, made me chuckle. Um, I got a couple of clips from PMQs as well. Peter Bow. <laughs> gone. <laughs> <coughs> uh, Magic Grandpa is dialing it in, I think. It's a bit weird having him still there, isn't it? When uh, Well, you said he was dialing it in, yeah. 
Yeah, but he, he had a quite a bit of a triple. Universal Credit had three aims. It was meant to make work pay. Low-paid workers are not allowed to even keep their bonuses. It was meant to be simple, but has created mind-numbing mind complexity. It was meant to reduce poverty. It's driving people to food banks. As we've seen today... I just found that funny. Mind-numbing. It's... <laughs> one of them things that's funnier the more you listen to it it was meant to be simple but it's created nine mind blumming mind numbing complexity nine mind blumming mind numbing complexity nine mind blumming mind numbing complexity it was meant to be simple but it's created nine mind blumming mind numbing mind numbing complexity blumming mind numbing complexity but it's created nine blumming mind blumming mind numbing complexity mind numbing complexity you could definitely sample that There's have some... you ever heard of too much of a good thing <laughs> no oh god i don't think you have have you no it made me laugh. Mm -hmm. um, and then Boris got a crikey, a bit of an, uh, an innuendo in one of his questions. A shocking innuendo. Bojo the clown. Bojo the clown. And I would like to urge my right honourable friend to get out his plunger. Ooh. Ooh, eh. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm missing one there. Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. The need to prevent the build-up of green algae in the Solent means that local authorities mm. like Tess Valley Borough Council cannot grant planning permission for children's homes, for care facilities and to small self-builders. There is a blockage in the system and I would like to urge my right honourable friend to get out his plunger oh, and make sure that DEFRA, MHCLG, Natural England and the Environment Agency are all working together to protect our waterways but to make sure that housing commitments can be met. Here, at the end. Up your bum! <laughs> so, why aren't you going to sort out the green algae um, issue in Preston Docks? Uh, I don't think that's high on the agenda. Exactly. Uh, what about water sports? I'm not into that. You're supposed to be windsurfing. <laughs> what? Supposed to be having windsurfing on the docks and canoeing. Really? Yeah. We can't do it because of the algae. Oh, I didn't know about this. Yeah. There's a volunteer committee come together. Right. One including, but not exclusive to, a university lecturer. Right. Are they woke? I imagine so. <laughs> I don't know. Some pretty crusty people in the, the work for universities, though. They've been around for years. Really? Yeah. I don't think it's quite the same as a as a an American West Coast Ivy League campus in terms of microaggressions and all that <laughs> nonsense. They get tenure, don't they, in America? Yeah, it's different. And apparently, you have a you have a. I was reading something about it in that gender bias book about um. Uh, you get a certain amount of time to get tenure. You have to do so many years before you get it. Well, no, and then it's a, automatic. No, there's a set time limit. So say it's like 10 years. I think it might be 10 years. I might be wrong. And in that period, you've got to do enough research that you, when you go to the board of people who say whether or not you can have tenure, um, they agree it for you, essentially. Or say you can have it. Right. And then it is for life, isn't it? Yes. You can't... It's basically... In, Nearly impossible to get sacked. It's like a peership, peership, peerage. <laughs> yeah, basically. I think he's missing out on his peerage, apparently, isn't he? Who? Um, Peter Bone, not Peter Bone, what's his name? The guy, the old speaker. John Burkhoff. Yeah. 
because his his bullying uh, things have come back, haven't he? Now he's left. Oh, that'll hurt as well because he really wanted one. Yeah, imagine he, he strikes me as that kind of character. Bit of a cunt. Mm. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, should we hear Boris's answer? Okay, sorry. We will make sure that uh, we will make sure that the ministerial dino rod uh, is employed is employed to oh, sort out the, the, the blockage that she's experiencing. But I, 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 I with the, the quite good. Got a nice one. That's what I played wrong the first time. And I would like to urge my right honourable friend to get out his plunger. Yes. Yes. In your endo. It is in your endo. Well, that's quite a nice advert for Dino Rod, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it was off the cuff. Mm. I don't think we can accuse him of uh, insider trading. <laughs> Never know with him. What's the other stuff that's been hush hushed with him and that ex, that person who's having an affair with or whatever? Oh yeah. To do with his time of being mayor of London, yeah, going on all those business trips. I've not heard about. No, oh, is this the blonde one? Yeah, with no qualification or right to, right. allegedly. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of that shit goes on. I imagine so. Peter Bone like, uh, corruption. Mr. Peter Bone. Mm. It was quicker that time. You were, weren't you? you? Weren't doing too bad. Yeah, I don't know what I'm looking for. Fuck! Don't press that. Don't. Stop it. Have you got mm. other things? Um, I'm sure I have. Mm. Vaping. Vape wars. I've been vaping. You've been vaping, haven't you? Um, have you found it this time? Because last time you got headaches, didn't you? Yeah, better. Better. I've been having like a couple of fags in the morning mm-hmm. and a couple at night. Just to do your cubit of shits in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think if I try to do that without the vapor... What's that? Go down to two or three fags a day. All right, yeah, yeah. I tried to do that without the vapour. When did you do that? Preston would be uh, strewn (laughs) with decapitated corpses. Does it make you that angry? And there'd be a pile of skulls on my driveway. Would there? Where's the flesh gone from the skulls? I'd just pulling their heads off and eating it. No, not really. Does it make you feel angry? No, I think it makes you just more short-fused. Does it... Have you been... Tried cold turkey before? Yeah. How long did you last? I Do don't it? know, maybe a day. Really? What happens? Quite interested. I get stressed. You get stressed. What happens though? How did you feel that physically? Uh, Shaky, mm-hmm. maybe? Mm-hmm. You just feel on edge. Right, okay. Anxious. Mentally. Maybe it's an anxiety. What about mentally? What happens in terms of your thoughts? Well, you're just thinking about smoking. Right. Did you ever take, try and distract yourself? Why? With what? <laughs> Could be anything. You're the one who's getting dirty now. <laughs> uh, nope. No? Nope. Did you have kids then, last time you went cold turkey? Probably not. Right. No. Right. I um, On Friday, I went to the juice shop. The vape juice shop. Okay. And, uh, have you got a big? Have you got a pen? A bigger pen? Is that your new pen there? Yeah. Looks like a harmonica. It does. <laughs> is that the? Um, is that now? So it's it's nice and warm whilst it's going down your throat. That uh, was an issue last time we spoke. There is more heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it's uh, totally wicked. 
Oh. What flavour? Tobacco. Oh. I said, I don't want any of that shit. <laughs> Fucking shit, bubblegum and all that bollocks. No. And uh, I got my vape juice and got in the van. Mm-hmm. And uh, this uh, transit, big transit hire van pulled up next to me on the street. Mm-hmm. I looked at the window and I thought, that looks like Baz. What's he doing hiring a van? What's happened to his van? Mm-hmm. And he's going like that to wipe window down. And it's broken. The electric window on Baz's side's broken. So I had to get out and stick my head over the top of the van. And it weren't Barry. Mm-hmm. He went, oh, you window bust. <laughs> I've got a brand new memory foam mattress in back if you want it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where the fuck were you? Ashton. Right. <laughs> brand new memory foam. He goes, I work for, I work for uh, he gave a name, mm-hmm. Beds. Mm-hmm. Brand new memory foam, in, my mattress in back. Right. You want it? Really? Yeah. This has happened to me several times. Seriously? Yeah. And what, what, how much was he offering it for you? Didn't get that far. said, no, 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 no. <laughs> Okay. Because no. it won't be memory form. No. It'll be bullshit. Mm. How, how often has that happened to you? Several times. What else have you been happens offered? happens on uh, building sites. Yeah. Do people turn up? In like yeah, you get a crowd room? of fucking IVs around it, don't you? Really? Yep. I've witnessed this. So what, what else has been... TV. Right. 15-inch plasma. Yeah. Back at the van. Open boxes, just a pile of bricks. Right, okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, trainers. Right. Been offered trainers. And there were blokes who were buying them, mm-hmm. who I work with. And I remember one guy saying, you're not going to get on this, Phil. You're going to get some. Get some. These trainers. They're just knockoff ones, aren't they? I said, no, don't be an idiot. <laughs> be an idiot. Don't buy them. Yeah. Is it because they're cheap? Yeah. Yeah. Obstensibly. And they prey on building sites. Do they? Yeah. It, is you it because why? lower than average IQ? Is that what it is? I think that's maybe it. <laughs> or maybe it's because tradesmen more likely to have cash in their hand. Cash, isn't it? Cash and that <coughs> um, sort of group mentality. One person gets on it. If you go fear to, of missing out. Fear, FOMO. Of, fear of missing out. But also you get a group of people together. If one person goes, right, I'll have some. It's a good deal, that. It's a good deal. And then you all start to think, oh, it's a good deal. And you'll think, well... He's getting some, so I'll have some. It's only 20 quid. If it's such a good idea, why don't you buy all the trainers? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Uh, your initial thought is it's an, it's an intelligence thing. That was your initial thought, wasn't it? Yeah, that was my joke. Oh. But yeah, probably because you're all you lot are thick. I think the cash is a, definitely a player. So yeah, I've been offered several things. I think it's cash, isn't it? Probably. In fact, I don't think it's the first time I've been offered a mattress. <laughs> no. No. What, a... happen, what would happen is you'd say, you'd say how much? You'd say 50 quid mm. or 80 quid. Right. Uh, 800 pound though. <laughs> you can have it for 80. Is it... Um... And then they'll come and drop it off at your house. Oh, right. Okay, whatever. And murder you. Another reason why they pick tradesmen, you have vans, mm. big vans. So you go on building sites and you want to flog a mattress yeah. <laughs> or a plasma. Uh, it's easier for tradesmen chucking it back at tranny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm doing all right with vaping. Yeah. It really uh, is really dry at first. It makes you cough your guts up. Does it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, you, uh, you adapt. It's something to do with the nicotine crystals or something in the fluid. It's, uh, it's a different kind of, you know, irritation. So your body has to adjust to it. 
Marvellous. I'm not. Um, shall we, we talk last week about heartthrobs? Oh, yeah. Who are the modern day heartthrobs? Mm-hmm. And uh, our homework this week was to go and speak to our better halves. Yeah, Ben. <laughs> I did ask him on Thursday. And his wife, apparently his wife said, oh, I don't really have any. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, we decided to come up with our, ask our wives who the top five heartthrobs are. His wife uh, doesn't have any heartthrobs. Well, Maybe he'd forgotten and he just didn't want to say he'd forgotten. Because um, I, I believe I had Tom Hardy maybe as number one, if I was picking. And mm. uh, Ben was saying, like, Spider, the new Spider-Man or something. I can't remember. So do you want to start? Are we starting at number five? No. Starting at number one. Who's number one? Um, well, obviously, because I'm not famous... She put me in at number six. I'm just going to put that. Okay. Honourable mention. Yeah. There are other honourable mentions. I've got photos as well. If you're going to put them on the internet for people to, to perv over. No? No. Well, no. So number one, she talks about this. She sometimes blushes when we talk about this person and I tease her. Really? When we have watched him in things. Um, There's a party in her pussy. Oh, that's my wife. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> it's relevant. Why do you have I'll to explain later? Why do you have to debase <laughs> everything that we do on this podcast? So she goes, she gets self-conscious when she brings, when she talks about this. Sometimes, occasionally, sometimes. I think yeah. it's maybe if I break her out of the the sex trance that she's in, engaged in. Right. Mm. Okay. Okay. This one is called. You might not have heard of him, Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, is the true blood, is it? Yes, Who is it? that's where we first met him, yeah. So he's a big um, Viking-looking yes. Scandinavian. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> My antithesis. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Osiris to your set. Yeah. Um, I couldn't, wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't recognise him if I walked past him in the street. Well, I've got a photo. Oh, go on then, let's see. She doesn't she right. do it, just doesn't send names. No. Isn't it properly? You don't recognise him. Kind of, with like longer hair and maybe a beard. Have you not heard of his dad? <laughs> Is that Stellan? Scar's yes. God. In Thor and other stuff. Yeah. Right, so he's number one. Mm. How old's he be? He might be over 40 now, but you I know. I thought so, yeah. My wife's pushing for so. What is he in now? Is he, is he in movies films, now? I think. He's gone to films. But like, I don't think he's been in any good films. I think he was in an arty one. That I can remember. Mm. It might be in a TV program still. I don't know. Who's that? Mm. Um, sorry, go on. I was going to say, I was moving on to number two. Maybe. All right, for me, are you going to do your number one now? We can take the piss out of your wife. Um, I've not got them in preference order. That's just stupid. <laughs> I know. Oh, well, yeah, we'll do mine properly then. <laughs> so I've done it properly. Now, this one was a shock. So, um, Ronnie Corbett. No, she's not. She's not actually. Oh, is that the bat phone? The bat phone's hello? ringing. Oh, oh hello, hello, Ange, Ben. No. <laughs> just when we thought. Possible outcome. It's Irish Ben. I imagine the carrot was my penis. <laughs> the carrot was my penis, Ben. That sounds just like me. <laughs> How's it going? Good. Good. We're having a really good time, Ben. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So are you, mate. <laughs> are, you the, uh, are you watching the stream right now? Are you in a, are you in a loop? Um, 
no. Okay. No, I can't. I can be doing. I'm, I'm, Don't I'm do just that. Watch strictly, strictly oh. live tour. I'm okay. in Manchester. Okay. Did it's he, really good. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Are you drunk? Are no. You, are you just high on life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that that cha cha has just blown him away? Is your, <laughs> is your wife driving home? No, I'm, I'll be are driving. You, you're safe to drive, Ben. Confirm well, you're safe to drive. Yeah. I'll be jerking along, shaking my what? head. What? <laughs> <laughs> jerking and then eating it. Oh, no. Okay. I'm sure he's... Are, you, are we on speakerphone as well? From the scrot to the throat. No, I'm not on speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. So are, you, are you currently driving home? I'll be, no, 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 no. We're just there. Uh, we've just finished. We're waiting to get out of the arena. Oh, right, okay. Why? There's like no uh, background. Yeah. There's only you two turned up. Mm. I expect to hear no, chatter yeah, behind you. We, we waited. Oh. It's, a, it's quite, a, quite a good line. It's, yeah. It goes through the Chinese government to get filtered before it connects the call. Because <laughs> I've got a whole half A. Half A. Yeah. So, who were uh, the female celebrities you saw? Female celebrities. Alex Football. Who? Alex Scott. Alex Scott. Alex Scott. Uh, Mike Bushell. Oh, no, wait. Um... The female one. Well, uh, oh, and male. Oh, yeah. So Mike Bushell, um, the uh, muscly Emmerdale guy, Alvin. All oh, right, yeah. Uh, Kareem. Kareem? Benzema? Kareem. Is he the one off on? CBBC? CBBC? Yeah, that's the one. Wow. Yeah, he was really good. Uh, in fact, they were all really good. Stacey Dooley was doing the, um, the presenting, the, um, you know, the. Judging? No, the judges were there. All the judges, apart from Motsi. Real I judges. She wasn't there either. That's very disappointed. Right. Right. So yeah, Craig Rebel. Forward. Forward. So were they yeah, all all um, the celebs from this year's season then? Yeah, pretty much. Right. The only so. people who went there um, was one of them. I don't know the name of. <laughs> Bruce uh, Forsyth. Uh, Anton de Berk wasn't there. Oh. Saffron. Someone, some, some social media billionaire. Mm. Mm. Uh, AJ, no, he was, oh, he was a dancer, yeah, AJ Pritchard. Uh, that's just a... All of them. It was only like five minutes ago. Was it, um, was it a live band? Yeah, it was eight. It, it was, was a live band? Live. Yeah. Was with, it, what's it called? Really good singers. Oh. Dave, Dave Wood's orchestra, isn't it? Dave Brubeck. Not him. Dave Lee Travis. Yeah, Dave him. Yeah. The crusty cornflake. Another <laughs> one of them. Every <laughs> cornflake. So, was this uh, your wife's Christmas present? Well, yeah, wife, wife and daughter Christmas present. Oh, you've all gone. So we Excellent. Really good, uh, really good ticket uh, seats as well. And you did a dirty joke, and your daughter's there. I don't know what. A dirty joke. Uh, From the scroll yeah, to the well, throat, no, Ben. Oh my God, what's wrong with you? She wasn't there at the time. Not in the car. Let's <laughs> <laughs> wait till she comes home from school tomorrow. So <laughs> the life from the teacher. <laughs> uh, I'm afraid your child in assembly this morning <laughs> shouted oh, from the throat to the scroat. <laughs> from the scroat to the throat. <laughs> I don't know where she could have heard this term. No, no, that's terrible. Uh, I can only apologise. Right, okay. Well, uh, you're, you're the first live caller. Ever. Am I? Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? On the bat phone. It took us by surprise. Mm. Just called in. 
No. It's a good test. Yeah. test. We were just building some momentum as well in a really good segment around um, <coughs> our wives' fantasies. <coughs> oh really? Oh yeah, of course the five the five um heartthrobs heart people. Because you yeah. said that your wife doesn't have any heartthrobs. No, she couldn't come up with any idea. Nonsense. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I asked. But, yeah. uh, is your self esteem so low, Ben, that your wife has to pretend yeah. that she doesn't fancy other men? She has to <laughs> shield you. <laughs> your wife has to psychologically shield you. Because you're so fragile psychologically. Oh, that's it. I'm just worried that you'd just be five random guys. <laughs> well, there's Mick from work. There's a Sideshow Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. Bob Ross. Bob Ross! <laughs> Lindsay Buckingham. <laughs> Leo Sayer. <laughs> oh. Oh, Anyone got... else? Yeah. We've got a top five then. Yeah, we did it for her. We've done it for her. Yeah. I've got some... Uh, if I can... Oh, you broke up a bit there. You've got one. Uh, you on to a, you're on a downer for a minute. Um, oh. Oh. You, I've just had some breaking news. I saw, you, uh, I saw your WhatsApp. Is this true? Yeah, that's true, man. Go on and tell us. Kobe. Kobe Bryant's died in a helicopter crash. <gasps> no. Kobe. Yeah. Really? That's what he says. Kobe, Fucking hell. That's like, well, um, you don't remember when Colin McRae died in a uh, helicopter accident? Similar. Yeah. He was flying it, though, I think, oh, Colin McRae, wasn't he? Jesus Christ. Yeah, he Piloting was, yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. NBA. Oh, dear. That's a terrible shame. And, uh, Daughter was in it as well. Oh, no. Oh, I didn't, re- didn't read all that. All well, um, well, thanks, Ben. Sorry. <laughs> You can cut this. Oh no! Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Yeah, we'll cut. We'll cut hang this on, out. Hang on. Hang on. Hang. What? Go on. I'll listen to you. What's going on? What's going on? Matt's looking at his phone. Yeah, it says like on, right. this is TMZ. It says mm-hmm. like the exclusive. It says Kobe Bryant dies in a helicopter crash. Yeah. Um, and then it says one. 12, the latest update, it says Rick Fox's attorney confirms the former Laker was not among those on board the helicopter. Despite rumours. What's going on? Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. But then there's an entire article saying that he's dead. He's died. It's it's the Nelson Mandela effect. Yeah. I'm misremembering. He'll be like you know, playing basketball next year and everyone will be going, wait, who's dead? Is he dead or not? What's going mm. on? I'm confused. Right. Well, listen, gents, we're about to get into it. So probably going to be there. Are you going? Well, it's on, on the BBC. it's on the BBC, so I think he's dead, unfortunately. Oh, no. Um, are you going to space him to this? Yeah. <laughs> try. Yeah. All, right. All right. See you in a bit. Bye. Peace out. Peace. Peace and love. Right. So who's number two? <laughs> <laughs> who's number two on your wife's hot list? Well, this is a surprise one. The surprise because yeah. she's never mentioned this before. Although I think he's, a, I think he's a very handsome man. Mm. Um, do you want me to just show you his face? See if you recognise yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. She has never said Colin Farrell. Right. And we've been talking about it. Crushes. All the other ones I've heard of. Now this guy at number two. 
Number two, Phil. Yeah, that does seem high for me. That is quite high for someone I've not heard of. Yeah. Therefore, I think she. This is a real. This is her real number one, and she just didn't want to say. Really? Yeah, because she can be sneaky. Yeah, she's a sneaky. Okay, I don't think that's outrageous. What? I think maybe uh, ten years ago or fifteen years ago, it'd have been a top tenner. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not saying. I think he's a very handsome man. Yeah, no. I mean, historically, if you went back ten or fifteen years, mm-hmm. I think it'd be like him, Orlando Bloom. Yeah, you know that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it for that reason. No, he's very handsome. Yeah, he's a very handsome man. Yeah, but I'll give him. I know he, uh, he does kind of come to bed eyes, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, but I've never heard of this. Right. And we're quite open about people that I fancy, mm. that I fancy, mm. and she fancies. Right. But she doesn't. You well, know. You know. I'm I a wonder- little bit hurt. That's all I'm. Go- I'm just going to say I'm a little bit hurt. I wouldn't read that much into it. Well, you know. You know. Who's number three? Number three, um, obvious one. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Who was my number one. Yeah. Tom Hardy is an inch smaller than me. Really? Five foot nine. What? Are you five ten? Yeah. Right. Five nine. Cracky looks bigger than that, doesn't he? He does, doesn't he? It's all those angles. Yeah. I don't, that's not controversial. No. Tom Hardy's always there, isn't he? Yeah. Number four. Hmm. Uh, Anthony Joshua. He does actually say underneath. There you go. Wow. Anthony Joshua. So she's quite open about fancying Anthony Joshua. Says he's got a kind face. Kind eyes. Kind eyes, yeah. Yeah. And then and beats you smile. up afterwards. A warm smile. I don't think he'd beat you up. He seems quite... Genuine, right. doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I think he'd be a nice chap. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, this is one we often talk about. Mysterio, yes. Ray Mysterio. What's his real name? Um, Jarhead. No, <laughs> he was in Jarhead though. Who was the guy in Jarhead? Don't you give his first name? His sister is an actress. Yeah, what's her name? Surname. I can't picture her face. Go on, put me out of my misery. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yes. Jake, I say Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I say Gyllenhaal. Because it's hard after the J. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal just rolls off the tongue. If I was his agent, I'd say it's Jake Gyllenhaal. That's what you need to call Might be, I say Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. um, Then number six. Number six. So this is an... All right, that's you. (laughs) Very good. Very good. Looking good. And then honourable mentions in at number seven. Mm -hmm. These are all her weird crushes. Other than Colin Farrell. What? Colin Farrell's not weird. David Mitchell? Yes. Right, I didn't see that coming. It's because of his acerbic humour. It's a personality thing. Yeah. And his intelligence, I think. I think you'll struggle to find another heartthrob list that includes David Mitchell. Yeah, I know. That's what he wasn't. He's number seven, isn't he? Not number... He's not in the top five. Married to the only connect lady. Corbin. Corbin. Corin. Corin. Victoria Corin. Victoria Corin. But she's called... Victoria Mitchell, Corin now, something Corin Mitchell. Corin Mitchell. Um, another obvious one here in number eight, mm. where his name is. I don't don't recognise him. You don't me- you don't recognise Carl like... Drogo. Oh, Jason Momoa. Yes, Jesus. He looks like Razor Ruddock in that. He looks a bit. Don't say that. Put, put a bit of timber on. I don't think so. I think he's still. He looks wider. <laughs> <laughs> his face looks and his neck looks wider than normal. Cal Drogo, number eight. Yeah. 
Um, number nine. You like this nine. one? In with a bullet. Fucking hell. Clarkson. Yeah. Jeremy Clarkson. She Yeah, she talks about this one as well. Why? Why is he on the list? I think, again, sense of humour. <laughs> God. Yeah. Quite acerbic again, isn't he? Yeah. That kind of thing. Right. Might be a theme here. And then... <laughs> This one. She never really talked about this person either. You don't know The Walking Dead, do you? don't know who that is, no. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He was also in, um, I want to say, Grey's Anatomy. And I think he oh. was in that. Well, I was forced to watch a lot of that. and I don't recognise him. He might not have been in it then. And then, from the 90s only, apparently, or 80s. LL Cool J. Nope. Oh, honey. Yeah. Get your ass to Mars. That's from Predator, that, isn't it? With his big knife. Big predator killing knife. Yeah, what year is it? Uh, what's it say on the poster? 86? Can't is it 86? But there, yeah. And then, <coughs> bringing up the rear. Mm. She had this exact poster on her wall. Jean-Claude Van Damme? From? Yeah. What's the What's the film? Oh, is it a Universal Soldier? Correct, Universal Soldier, yes. Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, she did fancy Dolph Lundgren as well, but not enough <laughs> to make the list, apparently. <laughs> she also labelled Arnold Schwarzenegger as Annie. Annie. Yeah, Annie Schwarzenegger. So next time it's like date night, Friday night, and she's like, oh, let's watch Time Cop. No. <laughs> I had Time Cop was one of the things I recorded <laughs> off the television and repeatedly watched over and over again on VHS with adverts. Tell you what's underrated, one of his films. Hard Target. Oh, you, I knew you were going to say that. It is right. apparently one of his best, better films. What do you mean apparently? You've not seen it? I think so. I can't remember. I'm sure I've seen it. I've seen all those 90s action films. Lance Henriksen is the uh, uh, bad guy. Right. From Aliens. Lance Henriksen. I can't remember. Who, what does he look like? He was the uh, android in the Aliens film. Oh, right. In lots of sci-fi films yeah. in the 80s. It was called, like, Albert or something. <laughs> in... What's he called? Ash. He's called Ash? Is it Ash? The android in Aliens? Didn't it stand for some hardware? <sighs> android something hardware? Ash? No, it's And he did the trick with the knife? Yeah, he did. And oh, what's his name? Oh, it's not Ash, is it? What's his name? Bishop. Bishop. Ash. Ash was maybe the computer system. Maybe. Bishop, yeah. Yeah, because it always freaked me out when he um, stabbed his hand and it was white. White blood, yeah. yeah. And then he gets torn in half. Yeah, yeah, that was awful as well, like the white weirdness. Yeah, white guts and stuff and just coming out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's quite funny when he jiggles down the platform. Yeah. And he saves Newt in the end. Mm. Catches Newt before she gets blasted into space. Yeah. Yeah, he's in hard target. <laughs> okay. And it's um these rich elites pay to hunt a human. Right. And these humans are, are got got together mm -hmm. and they're released and there's this cachet of uh, this group of rich bounty hunters essentially. They go on and Lance Henriksen's character sets it up. Yeah. He's like the uh, games master. <laughs> so it's like Hunger Games. Yep. And uh, but, but better. But With Jean, more kung fu. Jean-Claude Vadam is a hard target. It is. <laughs> he is he's a tricky fella. He wins. I bet he, he does. Wins, yeah. yeah, all that coke. 
<laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Bit into him. He does the adverts now. Apparently, he yes. does, doesn't he? He had signed with something like a $100 million contract with Universal. Whoa. In the nine, mid-90s when he was peaking, just have a time cop, I think. Yeah. And Universal Soldier, and he did something, he reneged on it. I went off, and that's why you never heard from him from like the mid '90s. I don't like this contract; it's bullshit. Yeah, but a hundred million dollar, like it's like a hundred million dollar five film contract or something stupid. Yes, well, it's too much for me to commit. Who are you, who are you trying? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying it. Don't. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. He's Belgian, I, uh, isn't he? He's not Belgian. Muscles, Muscles from, from Brussels, Brussels. Yeah. yeah. Started off as a gymnast. Yeah. That's where he got his physique from. Mm. Wasn't really much of a martial artist, I don't think. Didn't he used to get jipped because he had like Bruce Lee, um, mm. Chuck Norris was like a genuine fucking world beating martial artist. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, Van Damme doesn't get the same respect. Kickboxer doesn't get the same respect as <laughs> Bruce Lee films. And to the dragon. <laughs> and to the dragon, yeah. Or the boss. Is it called the boss? I don't know. It had like a Pink Floyd soundtrack. Did it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, After we'd done the podcast, I said to my missus, I said, uh, we're having a discussion about who the modern art throb is like. So if you want to give us like your top five, Vin Diesel. <laughs> Did she say that? And that's because, that's why you said Vin Diesel last week, is because you're obviously coloured by the conversations you have with your partner. Neuro linguistic programming. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Vin Diesel is probably number one. <laughs> is that what she said? She just wants the Avengers to run a train on her. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not really. Uh, not many event. No Avengers in there. Uh, second choice was Cillian Murphy. Well, a lot of girls fancy him, don't they? But does she watch that thing? That, that Peaky you, Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Yeah. It's the eyes, apparently. Yeah. He has piercing blue eyes. They could sex you to death <laughs> if you wanted it. <laughs> Yeah. With obviously consent. <coughs> with sex anybody to death with consent. He's incredibly pasty in Peaky Blinders. He's incredibly pasty. He's Irish. <laughs> got Irish fair skin. <laughs> okay. Where's your partner? Is she? Is she not Irish? Quite incredibly pasty. Irish, <laughs> Irish heritage. Yeah. Like most of us. Yeah, we all are pretty much. Yeah. Um, Except Ben. <laughs> it's like, he's like Spanish or something. <laughs> the troubadour. Yeah, the Cathar. Mm. Um, Vad, uh, it was heartthrobs. Sully Murphy, uh, Tom Hardy. Yeah, obvious. Obvious. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa, or is it Ben? Again, so we've two votes for Hardy and Momoa. Mm. And Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, really? I wasn't shocked by that. He'd be like my number two, I think. Well, I said that. We started watching, because um, I read a review for something called Six Underground on Netflix. It's a fucking, it's horrific. Yeah, and it it's got Bay. it got a quite a good write up. Oh, it's no. And I tried to watch it, and yeah. I and I thought, oh, this is okay. <laughs> and I give it like ten more minutes, and I said no. And she, to be fair to my wife, she was just saying, this is awful. Why are you trying to watch it? It is fucking awful. And I just said, I, I was watching it, and I was listening to the dialogue, and watching what was going on, on the screen, and I still had no idea what was going on. So I said, I'm gonna have to turn this off. It's the quick cuts. And, yeah. the sl- and then the slow-mo and the bullet awful, going through a windscreen. It? It's yeah. so cliched and yeah. terrible. Michael B- 
Well, I was going to say Michael Ball then. <laughs> Michael Ball. No, he, Michael Ball would have done a better job. It was awful. He's horrific, Michael Bay. <laughs> I have watched a, a very good film today. I'll give it four mats. Right. It's called Book Smart. Right. What like, platform? Um, it's on Prime. Right. Amazon Prime. Or, you know, just the internet. Is anyone in it I'd have heard of? No, you probably recognize, might recognise the faces, though. Um, <laughs> I can't remember. I can't recognise the faces. But it's a, is she called Olivia Wilde? She was, was in like House, house yeah. yeah. So she directed it. I don't know if she wrote oh. it. Um, and she's she's married to um, doesn't really mean anything. She's married to is it Jason Sekudis, who's on Saturday Night Live, right? And other kinds of things. He's also in Last Man on Earth, but other stuff mm. like a comedian. Meet the Millers, Jennifer oh, Aniston. I, I think that was on Netflix for a while. So um, what's good about this film? The books, book it's, like it's just what's a, it called? a, a book, book, book smart. It's like a coming of age film, but it's two girls instead of two boys. It's girls instead of boys, basically. They're the protagonists in it. Right. It's very good. It's just funny. Right. It's a it. funny film. It's a funny film. Is it a f- comedy drama? It is a comedy. A dramedy? It's a, no, it's just a comedy. It's just oh, it's a comedy. It's like, straight comedy. It, it's closest to super bad, I would say, mm. in terms of. But it's different because. It, explores different kinds of themes really right it's a little bit woke yeah because spoiler alert one of them although it's, it's referred to early on is a lesbian <laughs> right shock horror yeah who cares um <laughs> and stuff like that right that's the only wokeness i can remember in it right I'll just, i might watch that then it's formats uh, format film yeah right okay and yeah, i laughed out loud several times oh fuck right i will watch it then went, <laughs> did you watch it on your own and uh, no because if a film makes you laugh when you're on your own mm. then it has to be it's incredibly funny yeah because laughter is so, somewhat infectious isn't it yeah if you but watch it with a partner she was on her dreaming phone. about um johnson and joshua <laughs> she was on her phone reading something for most of it so i don't know if she was watching it properly she was just cycling through um <laughs> pictures of <laughs> colin farrell <laughs> You'll always be my number one, Colin. And uh, mixed in with Jeremy Clarkson. Mm. I know. <laughs> After what, what does that say about me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it says anything about you. I, I think it does. About it. Um, after um, she gave me a five, she mm. went, oh, shall I ask the girls what their top five are? What girls? Their girlfriends. How many have you got? I've got, f- I've got five data points. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go on, then. Five indi- individuals. There better not be another Vin Diesel. There's fucking weird ones in here, man. Okay, go on. Um, I'll not name and shame. Name and shame. Okay, Andrea. <laughs> I don't know who she is. Well, no. no. <laughs> uh, Liam Frey. Never heard of him. Lead singer of the Cortinas. Oh, right. Who is her favourite band. Oh, right. Okay. So there's wow. obviously a, you know. Yeah. Some psychological uh, damage there. <laughs> number two. It's guess not... who's number two? He's not even good looking. Guess who's number two? Me. Colin Farrell. Oh, right, okay. In at number two, Colin Farrell. Number three, Tim Burgess. Oh, it's a theme. Is he not like an asexual <laughs> or something? Oh, no, I didn't know that. He's a bit kind of creepy. Have you ever seen him talking? He freaks me out a little bit. Tim Burgess yeah. is the lead singer of The Charlatans. Correct, yeah. From Manchester. Yeah. And we were really big in the 90s. Yeah. Now I probably live down London. Down uh, in no, I think he lives much. in L.A. Yeah, living in LA now on the yeah. West Coast. <laughs> Tim Burgess, yeah. Odd call. He's a bit creepy. Uh, number four, 
is, I think, undramatic. Bradley Cooper. Yeah, a bit, bit 2010. Yeah, he's yeah. past his best, you're yeah, saying? Yeah, I think so. What about in that Lady Gaga film? Oh, when yeah. he plays a bit of a, you know, a down and out and stuff. Charismatic. He's incredibly yeah. charismatic, Bradley Cooper, isn't he? Do you think? Yeah, I think Is he so. not the eyes again? A big factor, yeah. Um, L- luxurious hair. Yes. I know. <laughs> my wife likes to point out that I'm losing my luxurious hair. <laughs> Getting a bold spot. Yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, number five, again, not, probably not controversial 20 years ago, Johnny Depp. Yeah, he, again, now looks like he's been dug up quite a lot of the time. Like he might melt if you put him in like over a 20 degree heat or something. It's the stress of going bankrupt, isn't it? Again. It's no money. And beating up his girlfriends, allegedly. <laughs> wives. Or something. Is that Amber Heard? He, she did make a claim of battery, didn't she? I think oh when they broke gosh. up. Do you think, think that's true? I don't know. But I think it's, I think it was, I might be wrong, but I don't know if he threw something at her. Oh, you know, it's not yeah. on, that's not on, is it? Oh, was it fuck? No. Or like a typewriter? <laughs> I think it was an anvil. <laughs> Acme. Yeah. Fuck. Right. Let's not make fun of, of um, domestic violence. Anyway, moving on to Sinead. Number one. Uh, t- uh, Tom Hardy. Right, yeah. So I'm with her on that. You'd be my number one. Would you? Do you like yeah, a smaller man? Would, yeah, <laughs> A smaller man? Um, I didn't realise he was small. But I don't want to be dominated. You don't like being stretched, no, do you? I don't want to be stretched. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, Jason Momoa. Okay. Third. He's, he's winning. He's Con. winning. Yeah, but Jason Momoa is like number eight for my wife. Okay. Outside the top five. Number three, RDJ. Robert Downey Jr. Again? Old. Yeah, 50s. Mid 50s, isn't now, he? Our, our female contributors here, our female producers. <laughs> contributors. Contributors are probably, you know, getting on in years. Right, yeah. They're not going to pick Tom fucking Holland. No, because that's like it's basically paedophilia, isn't it? Yeah. So they're going for older gentlemen, mm. which is fine. Jason Statham. Right, yes. I would have put him in top ten. I thought it'd be a top, he's a top tenner. Yeah. And uh, Ben Affleck-tation. Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck. All right, that, yeah, it's had a left field. He's definitely, he, he was definitely a major heartthrob he, in the 90s. He, he, in the early 2000s. Bill Harbour. Early 2000s. Is when he he was supposed to be like this new screen matinee idol, basically. Do you know what film set it off? Uh, Armageddon. Yeah, that was ninety eight, wasn't it? Yeah, that's when he you're became... after Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, because that was a bit uh, sort of a student, not student, a bit niche that film, wasn't it? It's a proper film. Yeah, I can watch Goodwill well, Goodwill Hunting quite a lot actually. It makes me weep. It's not a blockbuster though. No. So Armageddon launched him, I think, into the heartthrob stratosphere. Yeah, there's quite some quite funny outtakes of or him talking about Armageddon. Really? In an interview, him taking the piss out of it, yeah. Why? Um, it's being a shit film? Yeah. And I think I think it might be outtakes or it's an interview subsequently. Right. Talking about acting with Bruce Willis. Apparently he's quite cantankerous. Oh, yeah, I've heard that about Bruce Willis. Mm. Kevin Smith said it, I think, when he worked with him on a film. Yeah. Um, can't be arsed, basically. Should we move on to Debs? Yeah, she is. Debs top five. Will Smith. Will Smith? You think that's strange? Yeah. Number two, Jim Carrey. Funny. Both funny. Oh, yeah, I didn't spot that. Kind eyes. There's a, there's a comedy. Jim, Jim Carrey started to play 
Tiger passed recently. Well, maybe 10 years ago. Serious actor. <clears throat> well, I don't think so. The best, probably the best comedy actor ever. Ever? Yeah. You're just putting it Throwing out there. Throwing that out there, yeah. Not Peter Sellers? No. No. Widely regarded as the best? Mm. No, I think Jim Carrey. Right, okay. It's the physicality where he has an advantage. Okay. Isn't it? All the comedians. No, you're forcing me to agree there. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, name me another comedian who can compete with him in physicality. You know, when he's had his prime during Liar Liar and The Mask. It's a different, the mask. different kind of humour, isn't it, that he does? Yeah. It's more kind of slapstick. It's zany, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Robin Williams? Yeah, he's a genius. Mm. It's like when they tried to do Aladdin with Will Smith. It's like, you can't fill them boots. No, son. You can't, you know, him in, as the genie, that's mm. an iconic. Good morning, Vietnam. Yes. You know, no one else could have done it the way he did it. Mork and Mindy. Yeah, to a lesser extent. Do you remember when Mork and Mindy was on Channel 4 at like <coughs> half six before Hollyoaks was on? Before Hollyoaks was a thing? Yeah. yeah. Mork and Mindy. Going back a bit there. Yeah. Uh, third on the list, Bradley Cooper again. Oh, those eyes. That's uh, That's two Bradley Coopers we've got. Um, one, two, three, four. Oh, I've not got a fifth for De- Debs. Fourth, Matthew McConaughey. Oh. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Come and smoke a bong in my... Uh, he has a caravan next to the sea in Malibu, doesn't he, or something? Is he a stoner? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's just gone up in my estimations. Pretty wow. Vicky, on to next. Uh, finally, mm-hmm. Danny from The Script. Oh, I, is he was a judge on he, the right, okay. BBC yeah, thing where the turns turn around. Kind, kind of good looking, isn't he? Mm. Irish, he's got the Irish charm. The Irish eyes are smiling. <laughs> Second, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves again looks like he's been dug up recently. Starting to look a bit. Mm. He's fifty, isn't he? More, more, more. Fifty-four. Have we talked about this on this podcast be as well? Almost certainly. Matrix, they're making the Matrix again. Re, is it a remake or they're making? I think a additional? sequel with the original writers, sisters. Now I think they are sisters. Yes, I can't remember what the names are. I know it's Wachowski, but I don't know what their first. Yeah, they're names. Wachowski sisters. Yeah, I know, but I was trying to remember what they changed the names to. Beth and uh, Shazney. I don't think it was that. No. Okay. Um, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. He'd, yeah. be a, he'd be in my top ten. Mm, no, I see. I think that's just hysteria. <laughs> Beatlemania. It's yeah. Gosling mania. Yeah, I don't think he's actually that good looking. What? Ryan Gosling. No, he's got a funny face. It's like a potato. <laughs> With a nose on. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't think he's good looking. Wow. You know. Okay. I think the vast majority of female eavesdroppers would disagree with you. Yeah, because they've watched him in films. If I was in films... People would say, ooh, look at him. Look at Amish Matt. Ah, a good uh, barometer is, if you imagine the person and they weren't famous, would the uh, exactly. attraction level be the same? That's what my wife always says. If he was taking your bin out, collecting your bins, would you be in a relationship with him? Yeah, like the Skarsgård guy, I would say yeah, because he's just like... Um, Six foot seven of Scandinavian hunk. Yeah. Godlike. <laughs> He's a good-looking man. I, yeah. like, I take it on the chin. Yeah. 
Whereas, um, you know, and same with Jason Momoa. I think there's a, there's a stature element with. Well, they could both beat me up, probably. Yeah, but Jason Momoa's like six foot four, I think. Well, you know, it's a big hunk. Whatever. Yeah, so I don't think that would apply with uh, Tim Burgess. <laughs> no, I could definitely drown Tim Burgess in a, in a bowl of his own tears. <laughs> After Gosling, we've got Matthew McConaughey again. Again. Yep. Second mention. It's because they all just talk to each other. Oh, what are you saying for number five? And then the last one I've never heard of, Taylor Kinney. I'll have to Google that one. Yeah, I don't know who he is. Is he in the is he the one who's married that woman who's like fifty odd and he's in Fucking no idea. Taylor Kinney. Kinney, American actor. Oh god. Vampire Diaries. You know, um, I asked uh, you before if your wife has a... Oh, oh, that's him, yeah. He looks like yeah. he's got liver disease. He was in Chicago Hope, I think. Something like that. Oh, Lady Gaga's ex. You know what? Earlier I asked you if your wife had a party in her pussy. Right. <laughs> um, because something's been going around the internet. What's this now? My, my, my pussy, 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 pussy. There's a party in my pussy. Something great is going on. Archie. Is this about this um, movement to reclaim women's genitalia for themselves? I don't know. It was a Swedish politician. Right. There, there was like eight of them in a circle. It was a viral video singing this pussy, party in my pussy song. Right. And then there was another woman led on the floor, splayed out with like a mask over her face. And you could see her vagina? <laughs> no. Oh. No. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, it's gone viral. Reclaiming the vagina. Well, I do agree with that kind of, you know... The, the, From who? Well, more that kind of... I think women sometimes, stereotypically, don't talk about their vaginas or look at them. The same way men, men look at their penises and testicles. And I don't, admire I don't them. go around looking. I don't admire my package. No, look at it in the mirror and stuff. No. Lift it up, look behind it. Well, it's maybe like an inspection purpose, but not... Yeah. I'm proud of it. <laughs> oh, Phil, you've got lots to be proud of. Just, your penis isn't one of them. You're talking about shame. Vaginal shame, is it? Maybe, shame, yeah. It? Maybe. I don't know. But also there's that thing, isn't there, about sort of a vagina's called a hairy axe wound or a, um, awful things, isn't it? A cunt, a twat. Clown's pocket. Yeah. Wizard sleeve. Yeah. And there's a lot more names... Is there not more for penises? No, I'd say there's a lot more for vaginas that have a negative connotation than there are for penis, cock, schlong, 
Some true. of those, yeah, some of those aren't <laughs> that bad, really, are they? But you could say Foo Foo. Yeah, there are a few. My Special Place. Pussy's one of them, isn't it? Well, yeah, Pussy, but that's kind of... You're called a pussy if you're soft, aren't you? Oh, yeah, there's a negative connotation there. And it's, again, that's kind of a male way of describing things, I would have thought. Pussy. More, yeah, women don't call each other pussies generally, and they don't call themselves the pussy, a pussy, the vagina, a pussy. Foo oh, foo, foo foo, yeah, foo five four four. Yeah, flower. Re- oh yeah, yeah, I have heard that. Not from, not personally, but stop touching my flower. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Is that it then? We've done an hour and a half now. That's yeah. all right for two people, isn't it? And then we'll be home. Just go and get some mushrooms. Lion's Bane? No, just... Lion's Mane? Just normal cup, what are they called? Cupped mushrooms. <laughs> Why are you getting mushrooms? I don't know. Tea tomorrow night? My wife. You having a ch- uh, she has a mushroom, mushroom omelette, I think, in the morning. Oh, right. Okay. Fair days. Yeah. Got milk in the boot. Uh, you know. We played Terry Jones at the beginning. Oh, yeah, we haven't Terry even mentioned Jones him, has have died. we? No, he's been ill. He had a, didn't have dementia. Yeah. Alzheimer's or something. No, yeah, dementia. Very badly. Mm. Who's your favourite python? I'd have to say Michael Palin. The one that comes to mind. Because he seems like, of all of them, the one that is the kindest. Oh, no, I meant not in a professional level. Oh. Who's the best python? Um... Funniest. I don't know. It's hard to pick. I think most people would say either Michael Palin or John Cleese. Mm. The f- as in the funniest, even Eric Idle. Eric Idle seemed to be bigger in America, didn't he? Yeah, he moved. Yeah, he moved over there. Mm. I don't know. I think John Cleese uh, physically. Mm. As a well, Ministry of Silly Walks. None of the others could have done that better than John Cleese. No, because of his physicality, a bit mm. like Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. But Michael Palin was, I think, probably the funniest. Probably the funniest. Mm. Naturally, I think. Knights who say me, <laughs> we are the knights who say me. <laughs> yeah. So that was a shame. Yes. Sorry to end on a downer. Thanks. What makes you think she's a witch? Oh, she turned me into a newt. A newt. We got better. <laughs> we got better. So we're going to end this week then. Mm-hmm. We're going to go home. Go home. Well, you're going to go home. I'm going to stay here mm-hmm. and play some Destiny. Mm-hmm. Right. All right, then we'll go. Okay. See you next week. Bye-bye. 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 See you. Bye. See you.